Welcome everyone. It is what's our show? <laughs> Footy and frothy. Footy and frothy. Well done. How many frothies have you had? Uh, I've just opened my first one too. What's going on? Sorry. Footy and frothy is Wednesday, twenty fourth of June. I was going to say get this for some reason. <laughs> oh, get what this. just happened? All right. Well, Tony, if you're uh, looking for a gig. You're no good at sport, but we'll do something else. Give us a buzz. But, um, yeah, it's uh, Footy and Frothies. It's 24th of June, 2020. Round 6 preview, round 7, round 6 reviews, round 7 preview. Big week of footy it was. I was in Tumut for the weekend, so I only saw a chunk of it. Uh, fun weekend to watch the Club Trev boys. You can hear about that on the Club Trev channel. But uh, Barney, how's your weekend been and what did you make of the footy and what's new? Yeah, mate, obviously you boys went around, so I spent a lot of time oh, right. by my own watching, um, watching the footy. That's a bit rude if you're not doing fight, Trent. Oh, yeah. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, the, the three o'clock wake-ups in the morning is starting to have a bit of a problem with my sleep, so if I get turned delirious in about an hour from now, you know what's going on. Um, I think your three o'clock wake-ups are turning me delirious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm managing to sneak in a little sleep in the afternoons, which is nice, but um, it's, it is testing at the moment, but it, no, life's good, mate. How good are those naps where you wake up? Late afternoon, you don't know if it's five o'clock or eight o'clock, and you're yeah, you feel like you, you've had twenty four yeah. schooners. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. And Trev, how was your weekend without Barney? Oh, my weekend without Barney. Oh, mate, lots no, better without Barney. I missed a barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. no. that doesn't happen often. Thank you. No, you're, <laughs> no, He's lost for words. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad weekend. <laughs> and that, um, watch a bit of the footy, and or more than a bit, but yeah. You're um, telling me your cheesy cheeseburger regulate. Uh, Revelations earlier? Yeah, so I, I'm, I tried the new uh, beefy cheese from McDonald's. Nice. You know, and... Uh, Thumbs up? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. You know, I think they, like, the first time I had it, they put too much sauce on, so I couldn't get a good grip on the burger. <laughs> <laughs> so you just had to tear it apart and just eat it. Yeah, right. That but deep reckon, fried cheese has got to be good for you. Mate, the deep fried cheese, mate. <laughs> I reckon they need to have one, just of the three deep fried cheese patties. Yeah, That's right. one, mate. I reckon that'll be awesome. Nice. Pretty cool. Excellent. So this is your third run of the week, is it, or just second? <laughs> ah, that was my second. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so let's look back at the week that was. Uh, and uh, should I mention now or later when I give myself the salute? I tipped around eight from eight. Did no. absolutely flying. Well, you yeah. brought it up now, so yeah, eight from eight. <laughs> Where's so, your button going oh, in there? Yeah, so after I gave myself a slap last week, it's only fair. I am my favourite subject, as we all know. That, um, did did it make much difference not putting your tips in last week? Or uh, I think so because <laughs> in our comp, it's um, yeah, it would have helped. It's uh, extra it's two points, help. I think. Yeah. But last week, yeah, um, eight from eight in our comp, it's um. Lower score minus one if you don't put them in, so hard to recover from. The worst, but yeah. I don't even know what I got. I've got to go look at the pub ball. But anyway, um, let's look back. We kicked off Thursday night where um, I was also right and Daniel Saifidi was man of the match. Um, Newcastle 27 did the job on Brisbane 6. Big takeaways. Trev, you can go first before Barney gives us his lowdowns. Yeah, no, you know what I'm going to take away from the game? I know Daniel Saifidi played awesome, but how good was Jacob Saifidi? Mm. Yeah, well, I haven't, I haven't seen team. Jacob play so good before. I think he's in career best form. Last year he was playing in Canterbury Cup, struggling to make first grade. Now he's in first grade, coming off the bench. He has been a good impact player for the Knights coming off the bench. He mustn't be far away from starting second row. 
You think? Oh. He's got that lanky Oh, yeah, he does. But I, I just think he'll probably just be that rotation coming off the bench. Perfect rotation because Daniel row. goes off for a sit down and Jacob comes on. That's right. Yeah, just keeps powering through the middle there. Yeah. Anything else? Or we'll give it to Barney to have a hit up. Yeah, rightio. Um, well, yeah, the Knights pretty much blew Broncos off the field, didn't they? Um, Broncos weren't really in it at much at any point of the game at all. Pierce had probably his best game of the season. Um, along with Daniel Saifidi, they were the two um, top super coach scorers for the round um, in the Newcastle Knights team. Saifidi with 101 and Pierce with 100. And it's a fair way back for the Broncos, which was uh, TP. Tavita Penguai Jr. got 61 and Pass got 54. No, I can't get – I can say his name, but I can't say three letters, which is awesome. Um, Clemmer got belted, obviously, early by um, Tavita. Absolutely – I've never seen Clemmer get hit like that and dropped on his back, but it just seemed to fire him up. Then um, he just powered on for the rest of the game. He had a, you know, be in the bonnet and just went out looking for him and started trying to put some pain back into them, uh, back into their pack. Yeah. And um, yeah, they dominated the pack, and on the back of that, Brisbane just had no go forward, and they couldn't do anything outside there. So, yeah, Knights ran all over the top of them. And some dumb stuff saw Carrigan and Flegler both suspended, which yeah, that, neither which helped my super coach. Dog shot was um, my super coach is mm. a shambles this week. Mm. <laughs> There's so many popular players that have been injured or suspended, but um, yeah, obviously we'll get to that a bit later. The Broncos forwards to me looked like they were getting frustrated, which obviously led to some of that silly stuff in the middle there. Um, I had, I guess getting run over for three weeks in a row when you're touted as the best pack running around probably <laughs> isn't good for your mental health. Um, Kurt Mann was really strong. His career best before, uh, like, this is his best year, I think. He's just been given his job and that's his, you know, yeah, he's these are your lines. This yeah. is, you know, this is your job and he's um, he's killing it. So. Well, it's just um, like on this, like I know we were talking before about a, a new... Uh, I know, like, we've got Slap and, and all this other stuff, but we've got also a new one coming up about Pop Plant. The Pop yeah, Plant of the, the Week. The pop so explain the week. this. So all, all, <laughs> all good and some of the best ideas ever and some of the worst ideas ever come seem to come from the group chat. <laughs> this is where this came from on Thursday night. Um, Tre- Trevor announced one of the nights yeah, as so, the pop plan of the week. So, mate, I, like the pop plan of the week is just basically a player who seems just getting away. Yeah, so basically, if you took a pop plan out and put it on the fifty meter line, it's going to have more impact than <laughs> the bloke well, that's out all there. All it's good for around. is kicking your toe on it. That's <laughs> right. Uh, but for in this game my, my, and for this week, my pop plan of the week goes to Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Yeah. <laughs> When he came back on from the HIA, did he actually pass the test? Because he just kept on getting in the way of... Didn't look like it. Just, mm. didn't, just didn't look like he was doing anything good, mate. Just getting in the way of the ball play. And it hurt my mate Bradman best. It did hurt him. He had a quiet game, Bradman. Because like, Lachlan was the pot plant that was getting in his way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Bradman didn't recover. He gave his mum. That ended well. Um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Have I got it saved? Let me see. Just because in tribute to later on, I've realised I've got the... Bradman Best. Bradman (laughs) Best. Thank you, um, (laughs) Robbie, for ruining everyone's night. Um, (laughs) South by 40. South 40, Warriors 12. Uh, Latrell's good again. Cook's been good since COVID. Starting to find his feet a little bit. His numbers are pretty good in the coach. And what did you take away, Barn? 
Yeah, I think um, obviously mentioning Cook there, I, I, we did mention last week. I think uh, Murray in the middle helps there with the the quick play of the ball. He's he just does so much work and he hits his front and gets up and gives Cook that bit of extra time. And all your playmakers want that little bit of extra time. Cody Walker was again really good in that combination between him and um, him and Reynolds is looking like it's starting to gel even stronger week by week, which is uh, good signs for Souths. Um, Campbell Graham probably had one of the best games I think I've ever seen him play. Um, he does ha- he has a problem with his hands every now and then, but he was solid as on the uh, over the weekend. Trev flagged it last week. Centers now, um, even Super Coach points wise, without having Super Coach too much tonight. Um, the centers numbers are all up this year, and we'll get to another one later in the Tigers games. I know because I need my on him. Um, yeah, well, I know it says quicker ball out. It means quicker ball means spreading better when they're getting more ball than normal anyway. Um, but the strike centre is the weapon now. Yeah, if you can get that roll in the middle, it sort of compresses the fence. You know, they start worrying about the holes in the middle, yeah. and then you've got the holes on the edges. And if you've got the blokes with good feet and good speed, they're going to um, yeah make a massive difference. The top super coach players uh, were obviously Damien Cook with 108 for South, and Campbell Graham with 84. Uh, Torhu Harris again. He's his form since COVID again has been probably career best. He's been uh, I've kept my eye on him, and he's been going awesome. Uh, Famasuli, the exchange player from the Roosters, was the second highest Supercoach uh, scorer. Just to jump ahead, they've um, the Warriors. It's an indefinite uh, stay now. They've oh, so they've that. extended it. Yeah, oh, very till good. further that's, notice. That's so, a really good pickup for the Warriors because um, well, this week Lindsay Collins and um, they've basically got uh, tep- uh, the blokes whose names I can never say. Yep, Tepitano is not even the seventeen. And yeah, the other okay. ones, so they, uh, and they got Verils on the bench. They've got so much depth at the Roosters. Yeah, and, I guess um, it works out. Yeah, Farmasuli punched out 62 Supercoach points, 43 minutes, 10 hit-ups and 31 tackles. Really good effort in half a game of footy. So um, he looks the goods, and obviously that, that's a really big boost for the Warriors to extend his stay there. Uh, tackle bus, 41 to 16. South with 41 tackle busts, um, oh. but also with 17 errors, and I think that's the only reason that uh, Souths didn't win by 60 because they really, at points there, should have put the Warriors away. They were on the rack, and they just kept um, turning over a bit of silly ball. Mm-hmm. Just just so I want to, on South Sydney, like the last two games, you know, they've been playing some all right footy, they're really attacking. What I've been told is that Wayne Bennett's pulled back and has given the keys to Jason Demetrio to control the attack. Right. So yeah. that's what I've been told. Wow, cool. There you go. Well, coming, cool. I guess Seems it's to be through. working okay. Something's working. Either the troll's just generally clicking or the whole machine's working better. And I think the whole machine's just <coughs> working all better. Cook obviously having more space and quicker play the balls. Again, he made 51 tackles this week. Um, Egan made 42 and he's suspended, so that's probably going to hurt the Warriors. Apparently, a um, I was watching last night, they were saying that uh, Demetrio's got a fair blow up on him too. Yeah, I did see the that. The video reviews. He's not. A, he's not a happy man. <laughs> yeah, generally, um, yeah. If you do something wrong, he, he stands you up in front of everybody and has a fairly good crack. From I think they were the words from um, Cookie last night. Mm-hmm. Or, There's nothing wrong with that. Nah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. No, no, no one likes being embarrassing in front of the class when they've mucked up. It, do no, they? of course. And if you don't hold anyone to account, then you, you know you're never going to improve. So. Um, yeah, that south spine, as I said, looks like it's gelling quite well. Nick uh, Arima, week in, week out. <laughs> one week he's brilliant, next week he's um, he struggles quite a bit. But uh, one big stat that I saw out of there, the bloke made 18 tackles and missed eight tackles. Wow. So you can't have, you know, you can't have the blokes on the edges doing that. No, that's right. 
Um, but yeah, Mitchell again, two line break assists, four tackle busts, and a try assist. He was um, awesome again. So looks like Souths could roll on from here. Good clash this Thursday. We'll get to uh, against the Panthers, who beat the Storm twenty-one to fourteen. Uh, I flagged it, even though they lost the other week. Penrith came across as the real deal, and I thought it was the same from what I saw on the Friday night. Trev, yeah, no, definitely the Panthers are played some real good footy. They realise their errors from the week before. You, you know, you can't just uh, rely. We get out to a good lead and then just relax. Like, yeah, nearly came back and bit him on the bum. Uh, at one stage there, like when the game was in the balance, Ivan Cleary pulled off a uh, kick out and everyone's thinking, what are you doing? You need him on. But then puts him back out there and he scores the winning try. Yeah. Like, kick out, I think, at the moment, he's not an 80-minute player, so pulling him off, giving him that. Well, he was just so dead on his feet against Para. Yeah. That, uh, I think that's a, a, the way you got to play with him. That's right. Uh-huh. And I think you'll notice as the season goes on a lot longer as well, those um, those really intense games in the middle, generally both teams come off a little bit worse for wear the week after. Um, the, the Storm basically, um, I think they sort of threw it away, to be honest. Penrith's forward pack is amazing and it's going to take some serious stopping from most teams. <laughs> they are playing out of their skin, that forward pack. Um the stats were pretty much even across the board. Coruscant again with 55 tackles and Smith with 43. They just keep turning up every week and getting through their work. Coruscant was an, um, a really big spark again with that with that Penrith team, straightening them up through the middle. Um, Cleary basically just took control of the kicking game and kicked Melbourne to death. Just put them in the corners constantly. Um, grow, uh, line drip force and line dropouts. Um, Munster was basically the only spark in that. Uh, Melbourne's Melbourne team with two try assists. Um, <laughs> I've, this is, I've, I found a pop plan of the week in this game as well with um, <laughs> Riley Jacks. Yeah. Like, he like, made five runs for 28 metres, missed a tackle, made an error, and just had no impact on that game. Hey, just, I, I feel sorry for Riley. Like, I know, like, and I respect you calling him the pop plant, but there was times that he was calling for the ball that many times. They went away from and him. And they went away from him. Yeah. You know what? Did you see that hospital pass that he threw? Oh, to, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but that yeah. second row got absolutely iced. Yeah. <laughs> he took the ball and was belted within half a second. <laughs> and I, I actually mentioned it to Daggy at that point. I'm just like, and, and yourself, yeah, the group know. chat, I just went, Munster and Smith have just gone, fuck this bloke. He's yeah. not getting the ball <laughs> yeah, again see, today. Like, that's right. And that's what it looked like. But um, also on that game though, like uh, I know all the talk in has been about Mitchell Moses and the number seven jersey for the Blues. I know we'll, we'll talk origin much later down the track. Yep. But uh, Nathan Cleary, the Iceman. That kicking game was... Mate, the, like, the way he he's he's the game. New South Wales... He's the New South Wales... <laughs> yeah, uh, the, and that's what... Um, we suggested last week that I know Chorus has had a big impact, but everything Penrith does is still Cleary. Cleary still yeah. ices. If they're going to win, he ices the cake, whereas I guess yeah, Chorus um, sets the table. There's, a, there's a nice analogy. <laughs> Let me write that one down. Yeah. No, That's I'm analogy saying, of the week. Your top two super catchers <laughs> from each team, Appy and Cleary, both actually scored 76 points, which is not something mm-hmm. you see commonly. And uh, Munster with 105. And... Uh, Kafusi with 81, which is um, he's probably not, he'd be a bit of a pod, I would imagine. Point of difference where not a lot of people would mm. have him in your team, and he's probably worth looking at because he turns up week in and week out. Yep. 
Um, that's about all I've got on this game, to be honest. Dragons, Titans. Uh, I'll be honest. I went and had laid my little head down in the <laughs> Oriental Hotel at, after a big Friday night about three o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, so, uh, I'm not going to comment, but please, uh, <laughs> please enlighten me on what happened. I saw. I saw Corey Tom's got knocked out five minutes in. Yeah, he did. No, I just thought it was a good send off for James Graham. Last game for the mm. Dragons. Yeah, didn't even think about that actually. But um, yeah, yeah, that's um, it, what a warrior that bloke's been for the. Dragons and the Bulldogs. Yeah, so later on, guys, I'll get Stephen from Serious About Rugby League. We'll get him through. Yeah, sure. Um, got him on standby, so he'll be able to talk more swap. about it. Yep. yep. Is he on now, or will get uh, he, later? He'll be on shortly. Cool. Well, we'll do that. We'll do a James Graham chat as well. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Anything else from that game? Did you watch much, Pine? Yeah, yeah, I pretty much watched Lomax every minute is, of Lomax footy this is, week, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah, this, I did say, so, like, you know, he's had pretty big reps on him from the start. He's um, been in and out of the team. Uh, he hasn't been given... I don't think he's been given a serious crack, and um, he just showed why he's had those wraps on him for so long. He's good feet, good pace, and he does look like he can um, he can read a play as well, and um, you know set up set up his outside men and his inside men. So, um, where was I? Uh, four line breaks for the Dragons, nothing from the Titans, and that pretty much epitomises the Titans. Their attack good enough to get you most of the way down the field, but at the end, when it comes crunch time. It, it this sort of falls apart. Corey Thompson will help that if he can stay. Should do, yeah. If he doesn't um, get knocked out after a couple of minutes, um, penalties and errors were pretty much the same for both teams. Uh, Aaron Clark topped the tackle count for the Titans, and McInnes again with for the Dragons, which he just does every week. Uh, for the Waco, who have been given a bit of a spruik for the last couple of weeks, was awesome again with two hundred two hundred plus running meters, and Vaughan again backed up last week's effort with close to two hundred. Mm. Uh, Fedawaka was the highest Titans scorer for Supercoach with 75, and Tanner Boyd, 65, after Trev gave him a bit of a rev up last week. Oh, <laughs> man, he, he, right this week. He, he needed it, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, Lomax with 86 and Duffy like with 75. He, he needed his plan B, that's what he needed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, Lomax 86, Duffy 75. So, um, yeah, through the forwards... Dragons won it again, and that's going to be the well, the games that they're going to win is going to come off the back of that um, yeah. forward pack. They've got a young back line. When it clicks, it can be good, but um, obviously not. And I, I had a second pot plan in this game, to be honest. <laughs> Tyrone Peachy played 57 minutes, made one hit up and 11 runs for 80, min- 80 metres. Remember when he was a freak? Made two tackles and missed one. Remember when he played for Penrith and he was... minutes of football. He was Penrith, but he played Origin. Oh, you can't tell me Brian, the yeah. blokes want, trying to get involved if he's making two tackles. And, when he was a Penrith, he was a different player. He was a freak, Danny. And a couple of weeks ago, he wasn't that bad when he was out mm. in the centres. I don't get it. I don't know if they're just going to go, all right, you're our backup dummy half or whatever they're going to do with yeah. you. But that was... Um, <laughs> Statistically, that was one of the worst efforts I think I've seen for a long time. Mm. Um, Dragons, yeah, the spine, that spine is what they've got to go with. We mentioned it. It's happened and proofs in the pudding there. Um, but, yeah, I still can't see them challenging at the end of the year. So, Yeah, so this would have been the game, your game of the week. You yep. would have made sure you were Set the alarm. down the zoom watching this one. Got to the commercial in time for kickoff and thoroughly enjoyed myself for 40 minutes. Uh Tell us all the stats Cowboys and I'll 20? tell you the thoughts after we run 36 to 20, yeah. Yeah, um, sets were pretty much the same, 35-42, 36-41. Tigers made six line breaks, which is um, pretty impressive. They haven't done that too many times this year. Uh, tackle bus pretty much the same, 27 to 29. Uh, penalties, 8-4. Errors, 9-8. Um, Nofo, top... 
uh, topped the metres with 212, and Tamalolo again with 260. Mm-hmm. Um, the Supercoach top score scorers were uh, Embai with 103, and Alloway and 85. Yep. And uh, also Drinkwater on 91, and Masters 89. Yeah, so what did you see the game, Trev? Um, so that was the Tigers... Tigers, Tigers Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, mate, I, I thought the Tigers, no, they played really good in that first half. Uh, I think what hurt them was they lost injuries. Too many players to injuries. And that's what uh, dragged them back in that uh, second half. Yeah. Like, still no excuse. They still should have at least put at least another try or two on. I thought, well, they had no ball. Like, uh, Cowboys dead set the ball for half hour, second half. Yep. Uh, but I think the stats were something like 60-plus tackles in the Tigers' 20, and Tigers had 17 in the Cowboys' 20 all game. Uh, it was 36 and a half time. Harry Grant was awesome first yeah, half. Harry, Harry Grant. Had so had much. Been. I know Cowboys were in second gear, but Jeezy just toyed with him close to the line. He's putting people through holes where he wanted, um, which meant Mumbai had his best game in for the Tigers. Uh, again, took a few like half breaks, line breaks, offloads. Yeah, Mumbai. Try, was good. two try assists, two tackle busts. He was line on. Break. He was just had pace to burn out there. He looked like he did from 2014. Yeah, that's right. Um, he was good. Uh, Alloa is one of the hot. He's got some competition. One of the hot props in the game at the moment. He's playing big minutes. He's in career best form. Uh, best I've ever seen him play. So yeah, second half. So we lost Twal, who's 60 tackles. We lost uh, Musgrove, who's our starting prop, and. Uh, Jennings went off So we had Cheekham Playing on the wing again <laughs> uh, No we didn't actually Tell I Because they pushed um... No we did We did yep. um, <laughs> So But they had all the ball And to, to bust their ass With basically 14 players And defend uh, At one point I didn't have to do that But they did hold on And rally Um yeah, well, I thought you take as much as you can in the middle. So as yeah. soon as you take out, like the bloke's making sixty tackles and right, doing yeah. his fair share in, the, uh, in of the heavy lifting uh, with the which meant the Alloway had to cover well. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And um, and he's gonna that's gonna be a, that's gonna hurt. I think for the next couple of weeks while he's yeah. out. Well, um, we'll talk. Um, there's some games you win, and you almost and Manly will get to later as well. You see, I mean the tough tough efforts, and. Uh, the next week they pay for it. Like it just it catches up with you sometimes. So yep. a little nervous. I'm glad the the draws worked out for both teams a bit easier than it may have. But uh, that was yeah, Clifford impressive. Was a little, little disappointing. Um, he basically just kicked. He didn't do a great deal. Drink water was good else, second half, which drink made drink water take control of the attack. Um, Cowboys basically just got rolled everywhere on the field, and it was only the injuries that sort of brought them back into it. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Tigers dropped off, just getting tired at the back end of the game. And when you run around with only fourteen players, that's yeah. going to happen. And we've mentioned how much momentum you just <laughs> when you get to get momentum back, as we said, or as I've said, you don't just need the ball back; you need a piggyback, or you need yeah. a repeat set straight away. Otherwise, it's like. But the good thing about it now that We've got six again. Just get the roll on. No yeah. piggyback as such. Yeah, you just keep rolling That's and awesome. rolling. But like Tamalolo made twice as many hit ups as anybody else in his team. Like they, they yeah, got, well, it showed you. He, he went off. I think he went off from memory in about the twelfth minute mark in the first half. Minutes, yeah. He was, and I've never seen that. Like he was tackling that. Uh, we, um, which I guess credit to the, what we were doing as well. But he came back on and played really well second half. But yeah, that's right. Teams that are now just targeting. Like teams have worked him out a little bit. And yeah, they didn't run as much traffic at him this week, which I think you know he got his meters back up, but. Um, the no. Cowboys were never a chance after that first half an hour. Yeah, that yeah. Was just, thing. And you guys were red hot, and they were pretty poor. So mm. it ran all over them. It was um, pretty impressive from the Tigers. Got a few ish- injury worries, but yeah, worried this week. But there's a little bit of depth there. Um, 
we will talk about it in the preview. East 24, Para 10. Um, it was a ripping contest for 70 minutes, I suppose. Uh, before the East, I, I, just, I said in the group chat again, which um, I don't know if we're going to keep making inside jokes or references, but um, to me, East are just like a tidal wave. They just come and come and come and come and come. Like they just, if they've got the ball, they're attacking and they're making you defend. And, and I it, thought you were about to break out in Boy George. Come on, come on. Well, I've, I've named everything else. Next week, I'll be pop plan of the week. So, um, <laughs> with my come on chameleon. But they just crashing it. And seriously, if they're 100% fit by the end of the year, uh, they're two dollars to win the comp. I think. Yeah, he beats them. If they, they just break you. They just break you. They just keep pushing. Even in a wrestle, they just, they didn't change the way they played. They just yep. and they right, only need half a hole. That's that's the even worse part. You don't need to be completely mm. broken apart. Mate, the Morris boys were outstanding for them. But uh, yes, they lost Tedesco later on. But Brett Morris went straight back into fullback, and next minute, now they scored. That it's literally next set, I think. Yeah, the next yeah. set they got. They basically went the length of the field in the set, the score of a try. Yeah, and that. Uh, the hit by Mike Acevo on <laughs> Teddy. On Teddy, how good was it? Got some big hits this round. Mate, all, all I'm going to say is, all, all I'm going to say is right. That Teddy needs to go see Ben Baker. He used to play for East Campbelltown in Sydney Shield. Right. Because back in the 2016 <laughs> Sydney Shield Grand Final, okay, Benny Baker. There's nothing. There was compared to Mike Acevo. There's nothing of him. But he had to mark up against Michael, and at the time, Michael was the leading try scorer in the Sydney Shield, scored 30 odd tries. Yeah. Benny kept him scoreless that day and <laughs> tackled nice. him round the legs, old yeah. school fashion. So I think uh, Teddy needs to go see Benny Baker <laughs> for some tackling techniques when it comes to Mike Acevo. Yeah, as Daggy said, it was pretty. Um, it was a bit of a toss of the coin there for about 60 minutes, and then that last 20 minutes, um, obviously the pressure just got to um, Parramatta. Madison is best on field again. Again, yeah, I think he's pretty much every game he's been best on field. Yeah, Parramatta. <laughs> that's right. Um, the offloads, which I did mention in the preview last week, I thought that the Roosters would get them with the offloads. Parramatta actually went out and threw 30% more offloads than the Roosters did. But they just kept, they came up with 11 errors compared to four, you know. So mm. that sort of speaks back to quantity, uh, quality over quantity, if you know what I mean. Yep. Um, getting the good offloads rather than just panicking and just fl- fl- flinging it out the back, which is causing problems. Um Crichton uh, topped the tackle count for the Roosters with 45 and Mahoney again with 52. Blake just makes 50 tackles every week. Just sign, tick that off when he runs out. Um, Takiaho 200 plus running metres and Gutho again with 250. Uh, brilliant game of footy. Uh, the, the errors sort of hurt Parramatta. I think they I think they panicked a little bit because they, they couldn't see a way through. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? So. Like getting belted by Radley and... Um, Cordner and you know, there's just there's not that many holes in there and no, they, were, they were looking for them but they were getting we hurt, talked about so. Cordner doesn't he love it when the going gets tough like in As the two loves the stuff he's built for it he tipped him it. for man of the match and he would have had to have gone close to man of the match mm. um, we can't seem to find who, no, who right. the man of the match uh, Daly, I do have the, the Daly games, I'll keep but, talking it'll come up as yeah well. with the Daly M's um yeah, as we said, Teddy's now pregnant with um, Micah's baby. So <laughs> that's, um, he's just impregnated him, busted him open. Uh, Morrison two and um, Tupu on that on that left edge, eleven tackle busts between the two of them. Mate, how good like, is that? They're playing awesome. Yeah, Tupu probably one of the most underrated wingers. Just does his job every week, barely a mistake. And um, yeah, you put a bomb above someone's head, he's probably going to grab it and score. Um, the bench was. The bench was pretty good for the Roosters, but their pack was just awesome. They 
they obviously knew that that's where Para were going to come for them, and um, that's that forward forward clash was brilliant. Um, yeah, Para's discipline probably cost them in the end, and I think they're just under fatigue, as you said. They're just constant pressure from the Roosters. But it's also needed. Now the monkeys yeah. off the back, they can reset and just go back and play in footy. The only thing is, how sore are both of those backs going to be? Oh, this oh week, yeah, that's mate. right. They absolutely flew in. Oh, I, I, you know, every team's going to be hurting come the finals time because there's no origin break in between. And oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> just full on aggression. How good is it? And then we got to Canberra, the four o'clock game on a Sunday. Canberra six, Manly fourteen, with thirteen players. Uh, the bravest win you'll see all year, mate. Tremendous, tremendous bravest effort. Win I can remember, to be honest, for years. Like it, it was a typical, time. it was a typical gutsy win. The way they played with guts and determination, that's what's instilled into them. Yep. By Desi. Yeah. Now, he was a competitor. He was tough. No excuses, guys. Backs up against the wall. This is when we play our best. But and and they played awesome. They, they lost three plays in the first ten minutes. They two, lost uh, uh, two. Sorry, two. they lost it. Um, yeah, the second rower, whose name just escapes me, and Elliot. And um, then yeah, lost but, Tommy uh, Cody Walker. Oh, Cody Walker. Sorry, no. Cody Walker. Yeah. Yeah, Not Cody yeah. Walker. Uh, Dylan Walker. Dylan Walker. The other Walker. <laughs> The they lost, they lost Dylan Walker. The they lost Walker. that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they lost Corey Waddell and... Josh Morris, man of the match. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. They lost Corey Waddell. Then in the second half, they lost Tom Travojevic. Yeah. You know, like, mate, and again, Canberra just had nothing. Like, I, What I felt from Canberra was they were just rushing their plays too quick. Yeah. They weren't being calm. They weren't being relaxed. They were just rush, 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 rush. Yeah. And that's something that, like Ricky just needs to look at. Total boys got to be patient because they didn't look patient. Yeah, everything about them was rushed, and because it was that rushed, Manly was on top of them straight away. I'm not taking anything away from the Manly defence. Their defence was, no, awesome. was not. Yeah, I uh, think what, Canberra. Yeah, is like right, they're down to 13 now. We've got to score. Now, yeah, so, yeah. They, they just kept on rushing everything, and it just didn't look good. They, they ended up with nobody in the bench, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. 30, yeah 30, literally they had 13 players. No reserves for the last 20 minutes, minutes or yeah. something for the of that game. That, that is just astounding how they right. managed to and to keep Canberra out. Obviously, Canberra's been down for the last few weeks. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Their attack seems a little bit lost. I, I was uh, perplexed, and, I can, and these blokes are pop plants. The blokes on social media I saw on some of the social media sites, Canberra fans saying, oh, the ref robbed us. I was like, did you even watch the game? Like, just, yeah. there's one-eyed fans. I'm guessing not. Um, I, can't, I hate one-eyed fans. Go Tigers. Um, but I hate <laughs> one-eyed fans yeah. that uh, at least I open the second one. If I play like shit, I play like shit. But... Um, like they were awful. They were absolutely dreadful. They were almost embarrassing. And uh, our Canberra mate that we were watching at the time did quite well to maintain his composure. Because yeah, he calmed down a fair bit. Yeah, something must be right in his life. Um, <laughs> Super coach top scorers: uh, Whitehead with ninety nine and Corey Horsburgh with sixty three. Uh, Turbo was seventy eight and was busted. Obviously missed a bit of time there, so that could have been anything. And um, Joel Thompson again that back row. <laughs> Uh, absolutely killing it with 64 points. Um, Vanua Blake was just outstanding again with the running metres, 226. And um, Nickel Klockstad, 270. Wow. Um, which is interesting when you, uh, your fullback's making so many more metres than anybody else on the field. Levi and Hodgson, uh, f- mid-40s with the tackles. Uh, as we've already touched on, that's uh, one of the toughest runs you'll ever see. Um the Canberra forward pack is a big talking point that I like. If you look at the forward matchups with the stats, Papali made eight hit ups. 
wow. 38 tackles. So Papali doesn't make it eight this, hit-ups. This time last year he was winning them games. Mm-hmm. Soliola, five hit-ups and 16 tackles. Tapani, eight hit-ups and 37 tackles. You compare that to the Manly side, you've got um, Fanua Blake with... 21 hit-ups, 19 tackles. Kepi, 14 hit-ups, 27 tackles. Thompson, 13 hit-ups, 38 tackles. Serious? Um, yeah, he was, he was 14 hit-ups and 30, 34 tackles. So, like, there's just the work is twice as much from the pack, yeah. from the Manly pack. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Yeah, they lost it in the forwards, and you don't see Canberra get dominated in the forwards that often. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure where to go with Canberra. Um, Sharks 820 had just held on against the Dogs 18 well, before I let uh, Barney go. Trev, did you see the game? I did. What did you make of it? I have to admit, the Dogs came out. They're tough. They're brutal. The only thing they're lacking is that they haven't got match winners in the team. Mm. They make every team they play against. Even when they do get beat and get scores put on them, you still got to fight. Still fight for it. And, I, and that's one thing that I could... They've got yeah. one and he's it's second game back in two years. So yeah, yeah. But, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. We know what you're saying. Like in, in Canola, you know, they shouldn't have even really allowed the Bulldogs back into the game, even to have a chance to win it at the end there. Yeah. Like Canola needs to have a good, long, hard look at themselves. There are some pot plants in that team. Barney, come on. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. With what you said there, mate. It's um, the Sharks were they won. You know, six extra tackle pass. They. Johnson, probably the best game he's played this year. Um, two try assists, tackle pass, um, two offloads, and he dominated the kicking game, which is normally Chad's go, but he pinned him in the corners, turned him around. He did everything he could to get us um, get us over the line. Uh, Ueli, 28 minutes, four hit-ups and ten tackles. Like The bloke got promoted to the starting team. This It's obviously not the answer. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think they've got to probably... Put Rudolph in there instead of Ueli and leave the two, uh, the two big blokes on the bench. Just tell them you got thirty minutes to do something, otherwise you can fuck off and we'll get someone else in next yeah. week. Uh, Waken looked okay. Uh, I think he probably is the answer over um, uh, who's the other bloke, Lewis. Yeah, don't know if Lewis gets back in. If Wakem can keep up that steady, they've got, they've got something with Avarillo too. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, as I he's said before, I think he's I think he's probably their backup hooker to be honest. Yeah. Um, at the moment, uh, he he got a bit lost in defence out there on the on the edges, um, which wasn't helped by his outside man in Crichton either. Yeah. Uh, that's basically where the Sharks had any joy. That's all the only joy they did have um, was Katoa scoring a hat trick in that corner. Oh um, yeah, by something I don't mean in defence because he did let three tries, but uh, <laughs> he's got pace, man. Yeah. He's got some serious pace. We saw in the uh, the try at the end of the game there. He, he's very quick off the mark. Mate, Katoa is awesome. I've, I've said from the get go that he should have been playing first grade. And yeah, well, I mentioned in our preview. I don't understand why he got dropped for so long during last year. I that, like all I know, all I know is that he went back to Canterbury Cup, played for Newtown. Obviously, we know that. Newtown won the yes. Canterbury Cup. They won the big one against the Queensland team on grand final day. He's a first grader all around. So, mm. no, good on him. Yeah, there needs to be something there. Um, uh, Supercoach points. Uh, we had Katoa with 107, which will happen when you get a hat-trick. Uh, Woods got 79, which um, he was quite good with the ball. He did... He, the effort was there. He mm. made a lot of hit-ups. Obviously, they're not and, that and devastating were, these days, but, you yeah, know, but he, you get your eight or ten. But even the way he's doing him, he was able to get his arm loose and get yeah. some offloads away. Yeah, that's that's right. exactly right. Um, the dog's back row is 
the reason that they don't get beaten by 30 every week. Um, Adam Elliott Josh is a Jackson. superstar. Yeah, Josh, Josh Jackson was, was um, played his best game of the year. Super, uh, it was mentioned, yeah, we'd mentioned super coach Elliott got 91 and Hopawati got 80. So, um, hey, just so, in that game, though, how, how good was the hit by Dylan? Uh, uh, yeah, DW did, yeah. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to get onto that, actually. Uh, Moylan, in defence, they need to hide him. Um, they can't play him at the back because he doesn't run back with any pace. You saw us. I'll suggest in the coach's box next to the coach is the best place to hide him. And <laughs> as soon as Dugan came out, he um, uh, at the fullback, you know, he was making 20 metres on yeah. those kick returns, whereas Moylan wasn't doing that. Um, he, he confused our attack as well. I don't know how many times I saw him turn his back on holes outside and then run around in circles yeah. in the middle of the field. Yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know what they do with him. As yeah, as you said, DWZ, uh, Dallin had a great game. He's had two weeks in a row since he's been back on that wing where he's been awesome, uh, just strength and just wanting to get into it. Um, four offloads, five tackle busts, and he absolutely fed Matt Moylan, which was probably the <laughs> highlight of the game. Oh, that'd be- <laughs> that hit was awesome. Um, probably the most interesting thing to come out of it was... Um, did you did you end up going home and getting that Indian that you were talking about for the whole game or what? Which one? You, you, had, you had the taste of the, the butter chicken. Oh, no. You're going to go home. I'll get it today. No. Chicken, so uh, courtesy of Masala Kitchen, um, yeah. we are looking for a sponsor. So I'm keen on some butter chicken. Great stuff, Masala Indian. You can find it down in the river at Jemison Town. Yeah, um, right. Beautiful, beautiful chicken. Hey. So I'm told to send me some. Um, <laughs> no, we're going to get it tonight actually. But uh, yeah. we've got. Uh, do you want to go straight in this trail or should we pause and get this teed up? Yeah, I'll just ring for you guys. So I want to get. Uh, connect to our UK guy from Serious About Rugby League, uh, Stephen Hughes. He's actually just going to tell us a little bit more about uh, Luke Thompson, who's playing for the, who will be playing for the Bulldogs, who's still currently in quarantine, and also about James Graham going back to the Super League. So let's just uh, ring through, guys, and we'll because I know he's ready. It's good radio dial up. <laughs> yeah, back in the nineties. <laughs> I'll be on for StarCraft soon, buddy. <laughs> Stephen, can you hear me, mate? Oh, you right. G'day, mate. How yeah, are you? Yeah, good, how are you? Good, mate. So, mate, I've got the other two guys with me in Adrian and Barney. Uh, say hello to the boys, yep. mate. Hi, guys. You right. Yeah, how goes it? Good, mate. Good. So, Stephen, mate, uh, big news, as we know, uh, coming from England, uh, over to the NRL, who's currently quarantining is Luke Thompson from St. Helens, going to the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Mate, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about Luke and the impact uh, that he's hoping to have here in the NRL, and also talk about the impact that he had while he was playing for St. Helens? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so, uh, so, Luke Thompson is a, a local lad. Uh, I, I, I came through the academy ranks uh, at Saints. I've previously been at Bold Miners and Pilkington Rex, and then it, he he um, he and on to make his debut in twenty fourteen. I think um, I came off the bench in the grand final win over Wigan, and from there he's just stayed on, um, built up his trade and become one of the best ops, ops, ops in the Super League uh, uh, for me um, in in, uh, in 2018 was probably his biggest year where where he won um, Saints Player of the Year and he, he, he was really starting to prove himself as a prop 
who could run the ball as well as well as take on all those big hits. And I think he's going to be a real, real loss, not just for Saints, but for the Super League as well. Um, as, 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 as for what he's going to bring to Canterbury, as, as, as I say, like, He's uh, he's got that rare trait, I think, in a prop forward where he can he can really run as well. Like, like in the fact that like it's 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 not just about taking uh, taking the big hits with him. He, he can also run through gaps. He's got quite a good turn and a pace, so I think he'll uh, he'll. He'll, uh, he'll definitely add, add a bit to the country forward pack, that's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And also, just uh, let's touch on uh, Luke as well. Uh, you, you mentioned 2018 has been the Saints uh, player of the year, but also last year mm. he played a, a pivotal role in their lead up into the grand final and even including the grand final itself where he was named man of the match. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they, they, he was... Um, uh, Again, last year it was it was it was more of the same for Ephraim as far as he was concerned, and then to get one of the match in the grand final, and uh, not many players his age can say that they've got two two uh, two grand final winners medals and 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 a man of the match from uh, from one of them as well. So, yeah, mate. Oops, sorry, mate. So, in your opinion, you'd rate him as probably the best prop running around in the Super League at the moment, or in the last couple of years? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he, he's um, um, the partnership he built up with Alex Wormsley as well, and obviously, obviously, you throw James Rowe into that mix, and it, it was it was prob- probably the best front three in the whole of the Super League last season by 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 a fair distance as well. I would say. Yeah, beautiful. And he's got good pace, runs good lines. He can can hit a gap yeah, with good pace and um, got a good. Does he have a ball play? Does he have an offload? Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's um, he's certainly one of those players. He 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 look to keep attacks going when when whenever he can. So like he'll he'll uh, he'll run at a play if there's an off offload there he'll do it. But if not, like he's 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 smart as well, so he'll know when to keep hold of the ball as well. Fantastic. Now, just a, a question on uh, before we get to our next topic with James Graham. Uh, how's things over there? We're, we're obviously pretty lucky with the whole COVID thing at the moment. How's things over there with with yourselves and where you're looking at heading with Super League? Where's is there much on the horizon in terms of announcements? I've seen news about scrums yeah. being scrapped and that sort of thing. How's how's I guess the climate over there and with the likelihood of sport returning in the next few months? <laughs> Uh, well, that's, 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 that's a good question. I don't think anybody really knows knows uh, the answer to that at the moment. But um, but yeah, uh, I, I should say the RFL have said that they're looking into scrapping scrums and um, uh, uh, looking at the set restart rule as well, which which obviously has been implemented in, in the NRL last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, in 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 terms of the restart. Um, I've heard, um, not sure obviously how true this is, but there's a meeting planned on Friday, which clubs apparently are set to uh, confirm um, the, uh, 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 the professional leagues, so Super League, Championship and League One, might be able to restart of, um, in, in the first week in August. So, so uh, it's a fingers crossed that's, that, that's the case. Stephen, just uh, on that, Mate, like with the COVID and that over there, 
uh, English Premier League just restarted. Uh, what, what was the consensus yep. around that, like with the general public, with the return of the English Premier League? Uh, well, um, for, uh, from my personal opinion, like <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it was because there's been no games for over a hundred days, but like the players look very, very rusty, mm. and um, like it, it, it wasn't wasn't perhaps the best of viewing. <laughs> Um, but but I'm, I'm I'm sure as as players will get back into back into their routines and everything else. I'm 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 pretty sure that they'll be able to find that quality uh, uh, once more. Now, awesome, mate. Just a, on the next topic, we'll move on now. The return of uh, James Graham back to, into the Super League. So you've Luke Thompson has left Saints. Now James Graham's gone back. Uh, to where it all began to him. So what's the impact that you expecting from James this time around in the Super League compared to last time? Yeah, well, well, uh, well, obviously, like, it, it's, it's going to be, be a bit different this time. I'm obviously the, these, um, like, uh, I, I will say he's my 30s now. Yeah, it, 30, so, 34, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so obviously he won't be as fast as what he was when he was first first at Saints but um, but I think what he'll bring is like along with James Roby he'll bring that experience and leadership which I think could prove crucial for uh, for Saints moving forwards and to just tell us a bit about f- we for those that are listening in Australia who would have seen his early days what does James Graham mean to I guess the British game as a whole and what's his standing I guess in the history of as a British prop how's he how's he considered over there but well, well um, he, he uh, obviously, in St. Hel- when he was at St. Helens, had a very good reputation. They um, won, won the, the Man of Steel Award in 2008, and um, and uh, and and since then, obviously, they um, moved out to the NRL, and he's actually now England's all-time. Uh, it, 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 he's actually got the most caps out of anyone to play for England, so he's obviously held in very high high regard now. Now um, over in England, but um, the big thing, as 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 I say, obviously is is uh, is that leadership that he brings. Like like obviously he has this presence about him, this this uh, this aura, and 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 I think that's that's uh, that's that's really important in his game. Yeah, that mentality to fight for every um every inch in every tackle is um. Obviously, what he's built his reputation on over here, and um, is that something that St Helens uh, need in their pack? Yeah, yeah, because obviously, uh, uh, obviously, with Luke Thompson leaving, that obviously leaves a very big hole there. Um, I've got young players coming through, but like, obviously, the big debate is whether or not they're ready for a start and birth or not. And I think having someone with the caliber of James Graham there will really. It, 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 even if it is only for the rest of 2020, will really help those young players kick on. Hopefully, yeah. yeah no, definitely. And just our last question to ask, or two more questions to go, mate. Um, the last one mm-hmm. for me, though. Justin Holbrook, uh, he went to Saints, uh, won the Super League. Now he's back here in the NRL. Uh, do you guys wish that he stayed longer in the Super League? Uh, well, um, I, I, I'd have to say the answer to that is probably yeah. Um, like, like he, he's um, he, he was obviously a fantastic coach, did fantastic things 
with with St Helens had had them playing a way which fans hadn't seen for a long time, and um, you know you know you know that that uh, a, a quickness like like, uh, like especially in the backs like with the signs of Ben Barber, Heaven Agama and all them. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, he, he's, he's obviously a very good coach. Um, I, I also think we have a very good coach now, and Christian Wolf. Obviously, he's had, obviously had a bit of a difficult start, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure once once he's fully acclimatised to the Super League, then he can he can be just as successful as as, as Holbrook. Yeah, well, we saw the success that he's had with the National Tongan team, so there's no reason why he can't mm. uh, do it with Saints. I uh, just got a quick one. Obviously, um, over here we don't follow the the Super League as much as closely as you guys over there. Have you got a name for us that we wouldn't have heard of that uh, it's going to come through, and you're expecting to do to do some good things? Yeah, yeah. There's um, uh, uh, there's quite a few players out there. Um, uh, uh, for Saint, uh, I've 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 got two big ones for me. Um, for Saints, it's uh, it's probably. Uh, and Morgan Knowles, I'm not sure if you guys know too much about him over there, but he's um, yeah, but well, um, he, he, he's uh, he, he came through the academy ranks in uh, 2016, 2017, I think, and he's just been gradually getting better and better and better each year, and he's he's been labelled as a future captain, captain of the club, no, and uh, yeah, and and. Uh, the other one I would say uh, for Wigan, this is is uh, I called Morgan Smithies. Yep. Um, yeah, and he, he's um, he, he's he's got a big future ahead of him. Uh, and and yeah, the game last year for Wigan, he actually broke a record for the most tackles made, and he made. He made it was it was about uh, about fifty odd tackles uh, 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 during the game, and, and and he's only eighteen. Wow! So awesome. um, yeah, uh, he, he's he's seen as, as the uh, as the long term replacement, I think, for Sean O'Loughlin. Beautiful. Uh, and in just while you, you've been locked down, do you get much NRL over there? Do you get any coverage? Is it uh, on live TV? Or yeah, anything? Well, yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, Sky have been. Um, have actually been pretty good. They've been showing all all of, all of the NRL games. Obviously, sometimes it's a bit difficult to watch them live. I've obviously because yeah. of the time difference. <laughs> yeah. But um, but uh, but yeah, then I've 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 got TiVo, so I just record them all anyway. So any takeaways for even the NRL this season or since return? Uh, yeah, but well, uh, obviously I've been following the the. Uh, the English lads over there with with some good interest. So obviously watching Canberra quite a bit, um, but uh, but also um, big thing for me is um, is how much the Brisbane Broncos have slipped. Yeah, like it's 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 uh, it's been a real surprise for me. Yeah, well, I oh, I know myself as a boys of tea had them labelled as premiership favourites at one stage after round two, so it's uh, been a big force from fall from grace and oh, sure has fine example of what a good judge I am. Um, do you want to for those listening to you the first time? How can people find your stuff? And you're going to give a plug to your site and and where we can find some of your articles and and reports. Yeah, yeah. So um, so uh, obviously um, I've I've, I've I'm doing work for two websites at the moment. So, so, um, so it's one of them being, as Trev knows, for Serious About RL. So that's uh, seriousaboutrl.com. Mm-hmm. 
um, and uh, the other one, which is um, I own personal sites, uh, which uh, which I've been working on. It's called uh, it's called LeagueRights.com. Yeah. Sounds good. And what's that give? Uh, what's that? What's the second one giving insight to? Oh, is that sorry? And what was the and the your second site there? What was uh, what's that about? Same thing or? Yeah. So so um, but but um, I won't covers like um, so so like it 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 covers usual like Super League Championship and League One. Yeah. But also covers a lot of the community stuff. So oh, like fantastic. um, the NCL. So so, yeah yeah the NCL yeah. Yeah, um, which which I've an invested interesting because I I, um, I I work on on the media team for uh, Pilkington Rex. So, no, definitely, mate. Awesome work. Keep up the good work, Stephen. Thank you for joining us, mate. Uh, thank you for giving us insight into Luke Thompson and also about James Graham. because like, I know a lot of us down here, even though he didn't play for our clubs, we're all going to miss him. But I know uh, I'll still be watching him very closely when the competition does resume there back in the Super League for Saints. But uh, thanks again for joining us, mate. Yeah. Hey, definitely. Uh, no, no problem. Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. Have a good one and we'll talk soon. Yeah. Hey, definitely talk soon. Well, that's Steve Hughes from uh, Series About RL and uh, you can find his stuff online. We'll share a few links for him as well. We can check in with him uh, as we go forward throughout the year, I think, and get his opinion on a few things. Uh, but we should uh, move along because, as usual, we've managed to crap on for a while. Bit of news. <laughs> Melbourne's been moved up to New South Wales. A bit of a COVID scare down. Well, not a bit. Of, there is a COVID problem down there again. Minimum of two Outbreak, weeks. Outbreak, and uh, they're up here for at least two weeks. They're going to play... Uh, where are they based at? Well, it's complete. It's sensible. I think they're going to be based to in the Central Coast as well. Mm. So uh, Right up the Central Coast. Well, by the uh, looks of it, they've um, obviously deemed Campbelltown not fit to play on it. Uh, well, that's the next thing. That was a disgrace, to be honest, on the weekend. Mate, look at the, the potholes in that field. Well, <laughs> of those every couple of metres. Well, all four mate. of those manly injuries <laughs> were from the field. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. No, I was just going to say, you've got to understand that, in hindsight, the, like, the fields are really... A, only meant to have, have at least one game a week. Well, yeah, maybe two correct. games a week. One, yeah. two games a weekend. But yep. as many times, like, you know, there's only so much someone can do to get a ground right. And it was going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, Campbelltown, it happened. Playing four or five games yep. there every week. Yeah. And that, like, it was just always going to be that way, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and so it's a shame. But still, I still call it one of the better grounds to play on. So it looks like they've moved the majority of those games to either Jubilee. Bank West or Jubilee. Jubilee's uh, now in. Uh, Penrith, uh, Penrith have got a game approved. What's the game next week? It yeah. might be into you know, Bank West. Bank West. Bank West. Go to Bank West because fans came back in, so it increases their capacity by two and a half thousand. So you think probably Jubilee would probably be a better setup for the Storm, but um, uh, it's yeah. to West Tigers as well. So yeah, so I think um, I think we're not far away from Penrith. Have applied to get Penrith back. I know the reasoning's been because they want overseas cameras seeing their better, bigger and better grounds. Of course, but. There's something special about a full pe- like right now. If you open Penrith up, it's going to be pretty full. Yeah, Penrith team fill up. So <laughs> that looks just as good as any other ground. Um, Brad Fittler's signed an extension to 2021 to be New South Wales coach. Uh, as we said earlier, the um, uh, the 
for uh, Fusio Tuali is an extension. We're not signed it. The, his loan's been increased. From Masili, yeah. He's been, yep. yep. Increased on we the We talked about James Graham. Uh, Rattler's Rav- a good idea, I think. Um, I don't know how many years New South Wales fans were just crying out for a coach to pick on form and... You know, leave the big names out if they're not playing well enough, which didn't happen for a long time, which um, made us continually get well, spanked. He's going to have a pretty but good coaching record if he coaches New South Wales the next five years. So there's some good New South Wales players running around. Yeah, um, Ravalawa signed a three extension with the Dragons. Jordan Rankins returned to the Eels. Well, not returned from. The, he's gone overseas. Come back. Do not understand that signing. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. And um, we've talked a bit about Wayne Bennett. Um, Cranky Wayne out this he's last not happy couple this of days. Week, he's but um, he's basically told the media to fuck off. <laughs> so, that's unusual. <laughs> fair enough. So maybe that's not a story. Uh, let's get into our preview for this week, shall we, boys? Why not? Kick off with a ripping game. Uh, Thursday night, Penrith Rabbitohs at Jubilee. As we see James Robert return to the bench, and Tyrone May's been is a suspension is up, so he's on the extended bench for Penrith, but not likely to play. Can't see him getting back in, yeah. Uh, hot, hot game. What are the stats going to tell us first, Barn? Oh well, I, I think the key to this game comes back to the um, the halves pairings, and I say pairings <laughs> when I say that. Um, the p- Penrith's got, I think, have the edge in the fr- in the forwards in the forward pack. And um, South's halves probably, the way they're starting to gel together gives maybe them the edge in the back line just because they're going to get a bit of cleaner ball. And um, It's one of those games when you look at head-to-head right down the, like it's almost impossible to split the uh, 13. Yep, the, the hooker matchup's going to be a pearler. Um, Coruscant and Cook, neither team looks like they've got a backup hooker on the on the bench either, so it looks like it's going to be flat out for both of them for 80 minutes. A little I'll play hooker for a bit. If he has to. I expect Salves to target Luai, to be honest. I think um, they missed Storm missed a trick last week by sort of letting him float around and just do his thing, whereas I think they're going to, uh, Souths are going to run a lot of traffic at him. Um, yeah, I've got Souths at 1-12, to 12, just, um, just on, as I said, the halves pairing, whereas uh, I think they can sort of pick out Luai and they're going to run a lot of traffic at him and try to hurt him when he when he does have the ball. Uh, South one to twelve. Cam Murray, man of the match, and Dane Gay guy to score the first try. Oh, very good on that edge with um, yeah, the younger edge there. Yep, Trev. Yeah, I reckon Give me a cheeseburger face. Yeah, I All right, look out. We got a little guest here, Elijah. You need a toilet gun. You go in. Help you. Why? Dad. Hey. Crisis averted. He made it to the bathroom. Uh, Trev, the Penrith uh, game. What are you made of it? Yeah, coming into this week, um, be a good game. And that, um, mate, South Sydney's going to be tough to beat. Penrith are going to be tough to beat. It's, it's hard to separate them. But uh, I think uh, South Sydney's starting to come on into their stride, coming to on their straps. Um, I reckon uh, South Sydney. I was gung-ho to tip Penrith, and I'm starting to get scared when I really sat down and had a look through it. I'm probably still going to tip Penrith because their forward pack is just red hot, as Barnes said earlier. Dominant, and yeah. um, I'm hoping that'll be the win of the rest. So it's not going to be big. It'll be small win to Penrith, and that would probably mean that we're going to have a man of the match. Another worker, so it'll be a yo, I reckon. First try, kick out. Just over the top of... Uh, crash ball, straight over the top of the centre. That's right. Yep. The old favourite. 
When in doubt, go back to the favourite. As we go to Storm Warriors for Oki Jubilee, but we need to analyse this as long. Jerome Hughes is going to help Melbourne. He's back as is Addo Carr. Katoa and Egan still out for, well, both out for the Warriors. They do get Mamolo uh, back on the wing. Barn? Um, yeah, the Warriors bench looks a little bit stronger uh, than it has done in the last couple of weeks. Um, I do like the look of that bench. Uh, Wade Egan's a big out for the Warriors. Uh the turmoil with what's going on with the the coach going and um, the new mm. one coming in. We didn't touch on that, but yeah, that was I thought that was awful. I can't see that being a good thing for the Warriors. You send a team over with um, you know the father figure or the coach who basically his whole career has been about man management and how close he is with the boys, um, which has obviously been uh, there's been a lot of discussion. Is he too close with the team and all the rest of that? But um, in the situation they're currently in, I think it probably would have been better off to leave it till for another five or six weeks or just until the end of the season. But At least till they got home. That's not my decision to make. Um, yeah, it's a bit per- bit perplexing, that decision. Uh, the uh, Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Smith gets a bit of a rest for 20 minutes or half an hour. Um, I think they're wasting Brandon, <laughs> playing him in the back row. He's doing a serviceable job. He's actually doing a better than serviceable job. He's doing a very good job in the back row, but he's a, he's a hooker. And yeah. you know, he's a New Zealand hooker for a reason, and he's a very good hooker. I think he needs to get 20 minutes, half an hour a game in that position if they can. Um, might not happen, but um, I think the Storm's going to be way too strong in the outside backs. And I wouldn't be surprised if they ran up a score. Um, the back row's going to decide how close or how far apart this game goes. Uh, I've got the Storm 13-plus man in the match, Pappenhausen. Uh, he's been down a bit for the last few weeks, but I expecting him to have a big game. And first try for the Warriors for Fusatua to either jump over somebody or run <laughs> over the top of somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Melbourne Storm to win the game, 13-plus. Uh, That's going to be my uh, 10 bucks for the week. Straight up? Straight up, 13-plus. And that, oh, I about a dollar ten, I think. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> nah, but still, I, I just think uh, Mel- Melbourne their bounce back factor. Uh, last week, I know we've touched on it. They had a few little errors or little brain snaps, which weren't Melbourne like, which uh, cost them against Penrith. And I think uh, Bellyache would uh, be up for that. So I can't see him making the same mistake again. Yeah, and I think Hughes probably smooths out that. I was going to say. Yeah, well, that's right. I'll give the ball to Hughes. Like, I'm not saying Hughes is better than Riley Jacks. I am. <laughs> but but the difference is right, that Cameron Smith and that have uh, more time for... Well, it just, um, it, it, it's just feeling like home again. You have Hughes there, it all makes sense again. Your spine's like it has been for 18 months. Yeah. And uh, life's a bit... Makes a bit more sense. Um, I think Storm will do the job. I don't have to be as comprehensive. I think there'll be quite a bit of. There's two ways of Warriors going for me. They're either gutted and that's the end of it, or they'll continue to. They are two from four since lockdown. They are, will continue to just grind and grind and stay in fights. Form form 5 8 of the comp, Cam Munster will be man of the match. He'll put on the show again. Uh, and first try, Cam Smith. Ooh. There you go. Cam oh, Smith, a sneaky little. Yeah. Uh, Duck over from dummy half doesn't often, but he does it well. Roosters Dragons the main event on the Friday night. I think the Dragons two from four winning streak will be over. Teddy's been named; he's got a last test to pass, but uh, all signs lead to he will. As we mentioned earlier, Collins and Verrills goes onto the bench. Obviously, James Graham out for Dragons, which means Ford's a starting prop. 
Pereira's out. Saab's in on the wing. Who's there's a rep on? Yeah, big reps. No, I'm glad Jason Saab's getting his go mm. again, mate. Like, end of the day, I know you can only have so many players, but you got to play of his caliber. He's young, he's fast, he's big as in height wise, and yep. he's very athletic. Very athletic. And that, so why wouldn't you have him there? No idea. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Well, that's uh, that's been sense. one of the big um, arguments about Mary, mate. That's one of the big reasons that the fans have wanted him gone for a long time. I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, but he doesn't seem to want to blood the youngsters, and I don't understand it. Well, I can still remember right? last year when I was at Blacktown Worker Seagulls, all week Stephen Hales said to the boys, you got to watch Jason Sapp. He's their go-to fella when they need to win the game. Mate, it looked like the boys were going to win, mate. They went to Jason Saab twice, kicking the air. Bang he won in the game. Yeah, you know they were warned. They were warned, <laughs> but they didn't listen. A lot of the time, there's not a lot. When you put that bomb up and the bloke just jumps a foot foot and a half higher than the other bloke, there's not a lot you could do about no, it. Especially he, now you can't tackle it. them in the air. But um, I don't know. What do you say about the Roosters that we haven't already said? Right, Roosters by forty. Tedesco first try. If he plays, if not, it's Josh and uh, Kiri man the match. It's going to be. It's going to be a sh- another showcase as they've been putting on. Yeah, Dragons have been heaps better recently. Um, their forwards have to be outstanding just to get close, I think, in this match. Um, the, the Roosters are just going to push, push, push as they've yep. done the last couple of weeks. And as soon as they get those half gaps, they're gonna, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they put them to the sword, to be honest. Um, the key matchup I've got here is the centres. I think the Roosters are going to give Lomax and Aitken absolute nightmares for the next couple of weeks. And um, Roosters 13 plus, Cleary man of the match, and Jay Mosta's first try. Hmm? Cleary. 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 Yeah, Roosters to win. Excellent. <laughs> no, I'm just going, I'm just being straight up. Roosters to win, you know, they're yep. just, uh, again, they're just showing their class. Cowboys nights at 3 o'clock on the Saturday. The, uh, I don't know if it is a candy crush game of the week. It might be a bad game. Uh, Bradman Best is having the week off due to COVID concerns. Jake Granville back on the bench. Uh, the I think nights look really hot. They're going to flex their muscles again, Barney, and tell us by how much. Yeah, well, um, just uh, quickly on Bradman Best thing, I think that just um, concretes my opinion with the the original one with uh, Latrell and uh, Addo Carr when they went away. They went away right at the beginning of the whole thing when nobody was allowed to go anywhere. Bradman Best gone home to see his parents two days before the restrictions are relaxed. So. Well, not no. Well, they were relaxed. The the difference is he just didn't get permission. Yeah, he no, didn't he get did it, it on the weekend off. and the relaxed the. It wouldn't have had to get permission on the Monday. That's yeah, the but thing. they were still allowed to do still, it. Yeah, that's what it meant. They were still allowed to do it. They so, just um, didn't get the permission. They've given him the week off, which is the 10-day incubation yeah. period, whatever, should be cleared by the time he comes back. But that just makes me even more confident that I think those two blokes should have got two weeks to begin with when oh, they went out riding with the boys. But, um, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> The key matchup here, I think, is the bench, which you're not going to hear me say very often. But um, the um, the Knights bench just seems so much stronger than the Cowboys bench. Um, I'm expecting the Cowboys to be a lot better because they can't be much worse than that first 20 minutes they put out last week. Um, Connolly Lume-Louis looks like a prospect there, and uh, he played on the wing last week. Uh, he's backing up for his second game this week. Uh, the Cowboys' right side could be in for a pretty tough, uh, pretty 
pretty tough defensive effort with um, Ponga coming that side, which is where he always goes. I've got um, the Knights 13 plus Ponga man in the match, and I've got uh, Mitautia to score the first try. I think a nice little short ball uh, in that um, Justin O'Neill in the centres there. This night's forward pack is just going to steamroll them. Yep. You let the Tigers forward back steam around last week with five blokes. This this forward back's going to cause some hurt. Um, first try is going to be Kurt Mann. Ooh. When man of the match will want to get... Uh, that can be Mitchell Pearce again. He's found form. Yeah, I was tossing and, up between Ponga and Pearce. Yeah, I think Pearce will have a big go out again. I'm pretty pretty comfortable that he's the one bloke not injured in my super coach this week. Um, I want to mention Kyle Felt, though. He's playing really, really good footy. He does week in, week out. He really down. plays a bad game. His kick, he, he's obviously his kickoffs and everything, but he's... Um, he doesn't miss a finish. He just defends soundly. He's reliable. Masters has struggled a bit defensively lately, and um, like I said, they're getting a bit tormented. They get those centres as well. Mm-hmm. I would expect so. Uh, five, the five thirty game, which I <laughs> expect we'll be watching with some sort of eyes, <laughs> is the Candy Crush game of the week: the Broncos and the Titans. Are the Broncos going to get one back here, Barn? Yeah, I think so. Um, Did you give me some tips, then, Trev? Did I give you some tips? Yes. Newcastle. Nice. Excellent. Newcastle. Newcastle's going to win. Good. Right, my man, my man of match. May I reckon <laughs> Somehow they'll still give it to... Tex Hoy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Play it up. Play it up. Obviously, we're, we're going to miss Bradman, you know, for the week. And that, but at the end of the day, you know, you break the rules. I don't think Tuala was ever that bad. I'm, I was oh. quite surprised they dropped him for Sibba uh, Husky, whatever his mm. name is, last week. But um, I've got no problem with them suspending Bradman best because the rules are the rules. Yeah, but, of course. Like, your, your point's valid in that there should have been more done earlier um, because the last thing they want is an AFL situation. So That's right. That's fine. It's just... Yeah, and yeah. I had my blow up when it happened, and yep. yeah, I think we it all just did. concretes that um, that thought. <laughs> to be honest, um, the Broncos, the keys, I think here is the halves. Um, as I said earlier, the Titans can get you into a spot, but their halves don't seem to be able to finish. Um, the Broncos might have their chance to <laughs> run up a score after having quite a few run up against them recently. Um, I'm expecting the forward pack to just. Um, Alex Gladden yeah. was great. Yep. And he's make a difference again. TPG uh, will give you great internet and also um, <laughs> will be better for the run. Uh, how far away is your feeder? Next oh. week? It's two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. Sure I, I can't wait for him well. to get back. He's a beast. Uh, uh, Tessie New named yeah, at fullback. So a lot of talk about and they lost, they've lost Carrigan and Flegler. It's been a lot of hard work for him, but... And they've um, dropped the other fullback back to the bench, which I, I don't think there's much point having exactly. him on the bench. You no. either get rid of him completely or um, no. let him play fullback. Um, yeah, the the Broncos' big edge forwards should just um, punch holes on the on just inside the edges of the halves and the centres there. Um, yeah, chance to put someone away. Broncos 13 plus. Uh, Tavita Pengai, man of the match. I'm expecting um, he made quite a few line breaks and um, tackle busts last week, and I can't see them getting any less playing against the Titans. And we'll go Coates to jump over somebody and score the first try. Hello, Trev. You got some late mail too. Yeah, no, uh, mate. I think in this game, uh, the Broncos, I've got a feeling the Broncos will be up for it. I just, you know, they've got their back up against the wall. They've got a few things going off the field that we haven't spoken about. Not the playing, 
not the playing roster, but just as an organisation, they've got a few things going on, which obviously will eventually affect the playing roster. Because and that, but we'll, we'll go into that another day. Well, I'll talk about it off air, but um, <laughs> but no, mate, I, 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 got, I just got a feeling I have to bounce back. Uh, the mail is that uh, Milford might go for Dearden, like as yeah. we announced here, but um, there's a bit of mail of that. Xavier Goat's gonna score the first try, the obvious there, and um, the match, Alex Margin. Glenn, Alex Margin. Glenn. Now the match, plus. margin 1 to 12, I one think to Titans 12. win this. Yeah. I thought long and hard. This is kind of the game that Titans do occasionally snatch off somebody. If Titans are going to beat someone this year, well, they already have. They're going to beat someone else this year. <laughs> and they've been playing good footy, spirited. I think Titans have been playing yeah, underrated been footy. They're not quite Canterbury level underrated, but they're hanging, and apart from last week, because that was shit. But um, they fought back second half, but they've been hanging a full game of Corey Thompson will help. Whatever that means in the Corey Thompson. No, another reason game. why I've gone Brisbane. Lasoni and Hipgrave starting is uh is is a good in, tougher in there. They haven't been starting. They've been doing good stuff at the bench. But going. Yeah, no, another reason why I'm going Brisbane is because they get to play in front of their fans. Yeah, well, at least hopefully there's some pride there. Ten thousand people at Suncorp. Yeah, that's right. That opens up this week, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's back this week. That'd be brilliant. Cool. Pretty so whatever that nice. ramble was, uh, I think we'll get there. We might watch a game together, Barn, I think. Yeah, I think so. Probably watch And Trev, you can watch with us too. Imagine. Yeah. The uh, Eels and Raiders is the arguable game of the week. Probably is the game of the week, but uh, Eels are going to win, so tell us why, Barn. Um, well, I'm expecting Canberra to be a lot better. I'm pretty sure their forwards are going to get a, a pretty massive rev up from this week. As as I mentioned in the um, review from the, the last game, the... the the entire pack was quite poor from the Raiders, which you don't see very often. Uh, key matchups again: the front row. Um, if Canberra can hold their own, they'll keep it close. Otherwise, it could be a slaughter. I don't expect it to be, but there's a possibility that it could be if um, Moses gets on the back of a of a forward pack rolled on over the top of Canberra. Um, I'm expecting Parrot to probably be a little bit down after, you know, the bumps and the knocks that they yeah. took in that game because that was um, one of the fastest and physical and games Nathan that Brown. been playing this year. Yeah, Nathan Brown's been suspended also, which uh, definitely doesn't help. Parrot's bench... Which means Niku, Niku, uh, Niku, Niakora will start. Parrot's um, bench is a lot stronger than Canberra's, in my opinion. Yep. Um, I'm expecting Parrot 1-12, Madison man of the match, and first try scorer uh, Lane, Sean Lane on the edge there. Trev? In this game, I'm going to go Canberra. Mm. Tell us why Georgie Pie. <laughs> Georgie Pie. Ooh, love those pies. <laughs> and funny thing, I saw a George. Uh, I wouldn't say I saw a Georgie Pie, but I saw a, a pie bap, which is like a pie sandwich, mm. which is from Wigan, mate. One, one of my mates, uh, Matt Gardner, used to play over in the English Super League. He posted a video of it the other day, yeah. and I said to him, that's the weekend special, and Georgie Pie came into my mind. <laughs> so that's the omen for the week. Oh, the mate. Man of the match, Georgie Pie. Man of the match, Georgie Pie. Now, I just think, uh, you know, Canberra just need to – last week I felt like they just rushed their plays too much. They just got to be a little bit more patient. And that, like, yeah, and that because they rushed it too much – but I think they, I reckon they could knock off Parramatta. Okay. Yeah. They won't, but um, I like you think that. Parry's going to smash them. Canberra were awful last week, and I was disgusted by another it. Another reason why, mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off there. No, that's I, fine. Another reason why, man, I, I just feel like Parramatta, when times get tough, Nathan Brown is the man that gets them pumped. Mm. He's out. 
So who's going to be that person? That. Who's going to motivate? Who's going to uh, step up? Madison, RCG, and Paulo. They, they get wrong. They get they go good, but are they going to be running off the back fence like he does? Uh, they'll they'll find a way. They'll be fine. RCG's been unreal. Career best for me. I, oh, I agree. Um, I am going to go the King first try. Yep. King Gutho. Man of the match will be Madison, and it will be in only out of feigned respect for Canberra 1-12, to because I think this could be a smashing. Um, especially for point to prove off. I think they'll bounce the other way. Lost to East. BA will be into them. Seven-day backup. Probably rested for two days. Forward Pack's been one of the best running around. Ford Pack is matching it in the conversation with Penrith and East for... And Newcastle, sorry, Penrith and Newcastle Manly. for the best. Manly, but Manly are a broken one at the moment, which we're going to talk about now because it's a 4 o'clock Sunday game against the Sharks, Barney. And are you any hope? Because I thought last week, I'm talking really fast, I thought last week that, um, I said to you last week, Barney, that it's a sort of game you take so much pride in when you're Manly, like what a win, mm-hmm. but God, it's hard to back up. Oh, yeah, that's, that's basically the only reason I've given the Sharks any chance whatsoever. On paper, the Sharks should win, but there's been a massive difference between their paper and their team list and their on-field performance. Um, Johnson's game management, as I said, was a lot better last week. Um, he's going to need it to get, even get close to these guys. Um, Manly... I think Sharks have beaten Manly about three times in 30 years. So um, I'm expecting Manly to win 1-12, to DCE, man of the match, and Ciro, first try on an edge. Oh, very, very Ooh, good. Zero. I like it. Mate, I just want to give a shout-out to Cade Cuss. Mm. Katie, you know, he's in, been named in the 17 this week. Hope you go well, mate. I want to say a few of your boys there, Trev, Brendan Elliott. Um, hey, how good Sean Kepi playing? Yeah, yeah Sean oh, I gave Kepi. a shout out to him last week. Yeah, he went good. Uh, he went playing good. great footy. Even Tanae Paseka on the uh, on the bench. AFB's been an absolute beast. Um, uh, and Tapao back. Tapao is going to have fresh. Still, the pack's still awesome. Tapao's knees will be feeling better. He's just had the, the hand on ice for two weeks. He's going to... Need to be That brief. forward pack is... I think Fafita and Woods are going to yeah. wish they were it's, looking at retirement. I think so. Uh, and w- Wegram still wasn't there last week. Yeah, he was still a bit on... I think they're to be able to over it. He's uh, trying too hard, I think, Graham. Yeah. I think he's trying to cover three or four blokes, which, you know, Dugan and Johnson on his inside and outside makes it hard for him. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. It'd be the DCE show with no turbo there. To fool first try, mainly one to 12, mainly one to 12 just because they've got to get through this game. Yeah, because they're getting the main thing. And a 6.30 strong. game, dogs and tigers, and dogs and again, the broken tigers. No Twal, Jennings, Musgrove, which means Clark, Eisenhuth, and uh, Clark and Eisenhuth start. Chris and Crichton out suspended for the doggies. What do you reckon? Injuries bring the dogs a little bit closer, but um, I'm still expecting the Tigers to put them away. To be honest, um, they were they look quite slick at times in the in the centres and in the outside backs, and the dogs don't have the outside backs to match that. If the Tigers put on the same performance, I'm still um, still a little bit off Reynolds. I, I'm not sure what's going on there. Like they mentioned about the defence, but the bloke still missed five or six tackles last week. Mm. You know what I mean? And Benji's yeah. going to do the same thing and give you more in attack. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Um, the middle might struggle for the Tigers just with Twal because he's that glue in the middle and he's been doing uh, effort upon effort. Which Elijah Taylor plays 60 minutes. 
Hopefully. I reckon he'll come in the 20 and he'll do that job. And a few years ago he was brilliant, and if he yeah. can get close or to that bit, form. He's, he's starting to bench, but he'll come on 20 minutes and then they'll rotate around him, I think. Uh, I've got man of the match, Harry Grant. He's been pretty much the best player for you guys since he's got there. Um, first try scorer, BJ Lalua and um, Tigers third. He's plus. bubbling and bubbling and bubbling, BJ. Mate, I'll tell you right he's now. He's about to have a blowout I'll you, game. I tell you right now. And if he gets a one, he's on about one, to torment one of those bulldogs. I was just looking at Holland and Averillo, and yeah. they're yeah, in I for a big I think he's day. running at Averillo, yeah. and he can't tackle. So yeah, I'll tell you right now. Last week, right, I was all set up for Joey to be first try scorer, and they went gave the short board to the front row to go over. Yeah, but he scored the next try. Yeah, he did. So, nah, but this game. Is what Maguire's probably been looking at, waiting for, and this is what because when, when they lost the other week in a game that they should have won, mm-hmm. he said, "When we come up against the good teams, we're up for it. But when we come up against the teams that aren't, so we, we need to put forty on. We, we, it, yeah. we need to like man up. Mm-hmm. This is the, the game that he's talking about. So if they don't man up this week against the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs will beat them." I think I think if they don't mount up this week, Reynolds goes again. Yeah, because he's had his tricks. It was funny that I had the boys in stitches at Tumut. I was calling Reynolds every play without fail. They'll get it and go grab it to himself. Watch they go and they like you do it. He do it go. every yeah. Show it, it like <laughs> he's just he's got three little tricks and he does them all and none of them work. And whereas you, you throw Benji feeding that back line, I just think and go. Benji could pick any one of that back line anytime he wants to put the ball on their chest. Anyway. Like, 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 like I'm, I'm going to tip the Bulldogs. Only for the simple fact that Tigers have form when they come up against the poor. The poor Bulldogs have beaten us the last two years. Yeah, if they don't match them in the middle, the dogs will get them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, obviously with 12 out, doesn't help. But um, yeah, I, that, I think they've got enough there. Shall we make that our weekend nightcap again, David? Nightcap? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, Sunday night, yeah. Should we make course. that our weekend yeah. nightcap? Yeah. Uh, excellent. We got a little bit of business before we wrap up here to attend to. Oh, yeah. So final margins there. I've got Harry Grant in match too. He'll carve him up. He will be the difference this week because he will. Oh, he, he's good. He has got control. When he had control last week, he just was toying with people. It's just so much time, and he just picks his moments. Yeah. Super coach question to ask you, Barn. Yeah, mate. The ones I was posing you via SMS this week, so I've got basically six injuries, including Tommy. So all these people need to get rid of Tommy. Mm-hmm. 770,000 to six spend. Six odd weeks you have to. Uh, he's getting eight. They reckon it's the worst half. It's the other side of six. So, can't hold him. And Twilight. So, I lost Twilight as well. Twilight I've lost Bradman weeks, best. Maybe. So, what I've done. Right. So, I've, I've got rid of Twilight and got Saifidi. Yep. Done. Fair enough. I got rid of Tommy, bought in Latrell. Right. Then been thinking, do I bring in Moses and buy for half the price? He's going to have a big game this week again. You would think so, yeah. Minus eight break even. Keep, I can then move him, have the option to move him into the centres and get rid of someone else. Or do I just snaffle up Latrell and hold on tight and say, all right, Latrell's my fullback for a little bit now. What would you do and what have you done in your injury? Well, my, plus, my the other thing is I've lost... spinning, to be honest. I haven't... <laughs> plus, I lost... This is what happened to me this week. Plus, I lost Carrigan and Flegler. Yep. Plus, I lost 12. Plus, Musgrove, 12 weeks. Yep. So, I've lost seven players this week. Bradman best out. Yes. So, and I'm playing Trev, who would have been crowned. The other thing, um, our man Trev from Club Trev would hang have on, been. On. We'll get to that. No, we'll sorry. Get to that. sorry. <laughs> I'm playing him. So, I'm up against it anyway. So, do I. Do I. 
go with them and buy and just back a feedy for this week and then sell next week and hopefully have two purchases. Because all year I've been chasing my tail this way. What what do you what well, so do you I, think? And what would you? The way I'd look at it, obviously, um, you blokes are all killing me this year in the super cage. But the way that I would look at it is, um, is Latrell going to be in your team at the end of the year? Do you do you want him? Do you Maybe. need him in the centre? Maybe, but only it'll be a second fullback job because. Because I've got Campbell Gray and I've got... It's going to cost you probably another 80 to 100 grand to get him in. Mm. Uh, that's wrong. That's what I'm Boy is going to be... You might make that 80, 100 grand to be able to spend. Yeah. But do, do they even each other out? Do I only spend on Latrell anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Or do I make it and then buy Ponga? Because I'm just that bit short on Ponga. Yeah, I'd probably... Yeah, well, if you... If, you, and if I've got your so ultimate goal is Ponga over Latrell... M boys probably so right now I've got Latrell and Lomax as my fullbacks, but I can reverse trades and yuck. And center I've got Yo, Dewey, Graham, and Manu. So if I bring Mumbai in, I got and Best on the bench, Best Kotrick, which he'll be back after one week. Yeah, so so I've got the option to spend. So I'm thinking I've got to sell three of them in the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. So I bring Mumbai in, gives me an extra option. I make the money, and I could sell, for example, I could even sell Nick Kotrick, who's doing bugger all. To be honest, uh, yeah. Probably that I would have got rid of him three weeks ago. <laughs> so if I, I hold my buy a week, it gives me an extra up in the centres. And my back weeks? my back row is Tamalolo, Madison, Trevojevic. I thought yeah. my front row is rooted, but yeah, uh, it's a different story. Would be, yeah, and by to be honest, mm, that's something because even play because I can get away. Lomax playing East is the issue. If mm -hmm. you could bank on Lomax, I would. Yeah, that was my discussion point for the week. Any thoughts? Yeah, well, either of you? Well, Dragons, Titans. So um, Lomax probably up for another good score. Um, no, they playing East last week. Sorry, East. Yeah. So no, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, you might you might have to cop either. You're going to either have to cop. I think I'm copping a loss the money anyway. So. You're going to have to cop the points this week. So it's I think I'm. Uh, the amount seven. of injuries and the blokes that <laughs> dropped out of your team, it's going to be pretty yeah. tough no matter what you do this week, to be honest. I'm lucky I've got decent. I finished 1,700 in across Australia last week. So Nice. Even with injuries. Um, but I'd probably lean um, towards Mbai. Um, just for a, a cash grab, a turnaround cash, and then and I sell off two centers and then next week. Because I need, I'm going to need three for props at some gives point. Gives you a week or two to probably look at, um, uh, look at how Latrell's going compared to Moses in the next couple of weeks. Um, Carrigan's only got the one week, so you probably only need two. the two props. Yeah. Um, rather than the three, yeah. But um, yeah, as as we mentioned earlier, the the injuries and suspensions this week is going to massacre a lot of teams. Uh, there's a lot of big names that Twal Ponga um, Carrigan was one of the cheapies that a and lot best of people can, have. Best can play fullback too. Can best, is, yeah, best is a fullback as well, uh, yeah. and he's um, he was owned by a massive percentage of. Uh, Supercoach players out there as well. I've only just discovered what a POD is, but I, I'm a big fan, as you know. Yeah, point of difference. Point of difference. That's, I, I, I think always you've set half your team up with point of differences, and it's <laughs> well, actually worked out quite well yeah. for you, to be honest. Um, it's, it's a bit of a punter's mentality. You go does. against the market. I, anytime I get told what to back, I don't like to do Generally it. don't yeah. want to go that way. Oh, who to pick? It's like, you to yeah. go to bed. Well, that's why you got eight out of eight. I've got another four It's great. That's right. And that's why I slept in the lounge at night. So that's fine. Sorry, I got to watch your bed. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're getting into our Supercoach comp. We've got um, Aaron, the White Knights, running first, with undefeated at the moment, with a positive of 932 points, so he's spanked a few people. Um, Kyle is also undefeated with a positive 496, and Danan undefeated as well. 
on yeah. eight points with positive 245. Daggy's uh, jumped up a couple of places into fourth. So Daggy's now currently running fourth, uh, the top of the point difference of, with the players on six points with a positive of 776. So you've given a couple of people a bit of a uh, kicking in the backside as well. I want to give our comp a rat. Like, as a comp, it's a pretty hot comp. Like Yeah, the last four or five than, are letting us down. Yeah, but, like, the averages. top 15 are averaging over yeah. a 1,000, and that's a decent enough comp. It is decent enough. Daggy, um, this week, running fourth on six points, is playing Trev from Club Trev, who is currently running 11th, but um, is is on the four points, had a pretty tough loss, as we mentioned earlier, yeah. against our carryover champ, who is Kyle, the oversized Witches Hats. If so, um, Ponga doesn't get uh, not Turbo, Ponga, sorry, if Turbo doesn't get injured, Trev probably wins that and currently holds the belt. But and um, takes me on. It went the other way. So mm. <laughs> um, Kyle is currently running second. He's playing Greg, whose team name is the Pip. Uh, Peptide, Peptide Park. Park. Yeah, uh, Cronulla <laughs> supporter. Well done. Uh, he's running 12th at the moment, uh, but he has his last two weeks have been okay, so there might be a bit of a game on there. I'm um, I'm currently running ninth on six points, and I'm playing uh, Marty, who's done a hammy, and has knocked you and Damo off in the last two weeks. He gave Damo a toucher. <laughs> yeah, Damo a genuine toucher. But currently running 13th, and Damo, who is on four points, is playing the boat you touched up last week. Uh, Stephen confused, running 16th. Mm. Um, do we have any salutes and slaps this week? I, I do. <laughs> I got my Trev, got a salute and slap? I got a salute. You got a salute? Yes. Who are we saluting, Trev? I'm going to salute Manly Seagulls. Yes. I'm seconding that. I'm going to salute them on their brilliant defensive effort and just the way they kept on battling on to win that game. You feel like slapping anybody in the world of NRL? Yes. I feel like slapping. Yes, I do. Canberra. I want to slap. Give him a slap. Canberra are awful. And Canberra fans, except for Dean. He's been nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I want to give a slap to Bradman Best. Yep. Bradman, you're one of our favourites. Breaking protocol. But mate, breaking protocol. Just not getting the signature. You're copping the slap this week. Barney. Nice. Uh, yep, um... I want to slap uh, Tyrone Peachy, as I mentioned before, the pop player of the week. Played almost an hour and did sweet FA. Um, and my salute is uh, Dallin Watani Zelezniak. It's been moved to the wing, wanted to play fullback, has played two awesome games full of effort and enthusiasm and absolutely belted Matt Moylan, which, which is gets not you. a bad thing. The entrance to the pearly gates. Uh, he was. Uh, he was, He's been good. He, there's something there for the dogs. You've said it for 18 months. There's something there for the dogs that, um, with Thompson coming in now, and he'll give him a bit of leadership, and hopefully he'll be yeah, the sort of boat that, from what, what uh, Steve Hughesy said, that uh, to see him go around. He'll grab the fallback by the balls and say, "Follow me, boys," which uh, is a circa no, 2014 James Graham, and they just need that little spark, and we'll see. Hopefully, it's not this week though. <laughs> Glad he's out of quarantine next week. Do you have a disaster class to finish on before we put this schmozzle to bed? Oh, well, um, Daggy with the eight from eight again, and he's made some cash this yes. week. So beautiful. What, what was the bet last week? Uh, Tigers, head Manly, head-to-head, head head, $10 at about $4.20, yep. I think it was. So it's $42 returned. So he's now $40 <laughs> in the positive. 
myself true to form six weeks in and $60 down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I obviously threw everything on uh, BJ to be first try scorer. Yeah. Yep. So now you got 13 plus. As I've been now, saying from now, the start, I've got to go. I think I have to go. Now I've got Roosters thirteen plus <laughs> first try scorer, but um, so I've got Storm Roosters Knights thirteen plus at seven dollars eighty. I'm going to put eight dollars on that. I've got a first try for Zero at twenty one dollars, and first try Sean Lane for Parramatta at around the same price, a dollar for each of those. I was just going to uh, play the straight bet again this week and go Newcastle head to head, Penrith head to head. No, Parra, sorry. Newcastle head-to-head, Parra head-to-head, Tigers head-to-head, paying 3.30. And then went back and went the minus the lines, which is uh, five and a half, two and a half, and five and a half. And it gave me 6.60. So at the line, 6.60. So Newcastle, Parra, and Tigers at all minus the line, 6.60. All $10 on net. Yep. Hopefully put me up 100 bucks by next week. And uh, then I'll get a bit more cheeky. But until then, are you going to finish on Trev? Uh, mate, I was just gonna. Say the, no, I was just gonna. Do you singing voice on? Uh, not, not today, mate. I'm pretty uh, worn out. He's heartbroken. <laughs> I'm, I'm heartbroken. He's broken. Mate, broken I, I think I think you should um play it. No, don't. Gonna play it? No, yeah. no. When he's back, we'll. No, when he's back, don't do it. We'll get the choir done for no. We'll All get right. the proper we'll choir. Get the choir done. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby D choir. <laughs> All right, thank you, Trev. Thank you, guys. Any gonna finish on, man? No, not particularly, mate. Um, looking for looking forward to another good week of footy and bring it on. Beautiful. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your footy. Looking forward to it all kicking off again tomorrow. Give us some feedback on Facebook. Let us know that we crap on too long. Let us know what segments we should drop. Let us know uh, what segments you like as Barney just corrects his ledger there. Yes. Or uh, on my profit. Until then, have a great weekend. We will talk to you all next week. See you guys. Bye.